But uh, first, our next guest had a number one hit in America. She was voted Best New Female Artist of 1991. Her debut album sold over two million copies. And the most amazing fact of all is that she was just a simple girl from Norwich. Please welcome the fabulous Kathy Dennis. <laughs> Seat. Have a seat. I'm not quite sure about my simple girl from Norwich. I know, I wasn't sure about likes. that either. Listen, so we, we thought we'd tempt you because we know you have oh. a weakness. How, how would you describe yourself? Uh, neurotic. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> not already, surely. No, would you really? You would, would, would you say you were neurotic? Oh, yeah, I think I'm actually, I'd probably say I'm quite the opposite from simple. I'd love to be simple. No, but I think simple always, it doesn't mean what, what people think. No, I think no, simple I means think uncluttered. You meant down to earth, didn't you? Yes, but Wait simple is, you know, like you don't have a, a complicated life and you, you, you know, you breeze through life and uh, I don't feel that I do. Coming to you from the mountain fortress of pop culture. You're listening to Time to Talk. It's a little strange, it's a little bizarre, it's slightly off the wall, but it just might work. What is it, Dorothy? <laughs> I'm coming to you from the sick bay of the fortress this morning. Yesterday, I had COVID jab number two. And I can tell you, it has been a bloody rough night. I haven't been that hot, sweaty and sick since Peter Andre landed a surprise gig on me in Sydney. Unlike that experience, however, I am very confident that I will get through this one completely unscathed. Jab number two was for the greater good. The scientists, however, are still not sure what the long-term effects of my Peter Andre experience might be. So Lee and Andrew, who are with me this morning, tonight, UK time. Are you going to look after me in the fortress today? Oh, I can't believe you're poorly. I can't believe you went to a Peter Andre concert. That's the more worrying thing. I know this is going to sound a little bit like Johnny Depp doing a wild turkey commercial, but I still encourage people to go and get the vaccine. Get it. It's good for you. <laughs> It'll it do is. You no good. pain, no gain. That's uh, what they say. Can't lift my arm. Um, I honestly, that night was just terrible. Just before I went to bed, it started to dawn, and I thought, hmm, this doesn't feel very good. And then I woke up, and it was, it's been shocking. So, but here's the thing, Andrew, who's new to our show, this is how loyal I am to the pop divas and the pop um, kings of the world. Kathy Dennis, you're here to tell us all about Kathy Dennis today. I will look after you if you look after me. <laughs> This is your first time in the fortress, isn't it? It is. <laughs> you poor thing. You know, Lee, should he be nervous? I'm not sure. Um, no, no. I know he has. He said he's been. He's nervous, but it's fine as long as he stays away from. What is it? What's the dragon called? Is it Igor or something Igor. like that? Yeah, that's Igor. right. Yeah, he'll be Actually, fine. Actually, should we introduce them just in case? Because Igor, you know, has a bit of a streak, I have to say, depending on who visits the fortress. Andrew, just put your hand out very gently. Just tell me when... Oh, yeah, that's the way. Uh, Igor, this is Andrew. Andrew, this is Igor. Very good. Andrew, he likes you. Lovely, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. I'd still only stay on his left side, though, okay? So when you get very animated about Kathy Dennis today, just don't accidentally move to his right. Sudden movements on that side, 
it hasn't ended well for others. Okay, thanks for the warning. <laughs> Andrew, why Kathy Dennis? Because she's not out there in the public domain so much. She's sort of a little bit behind the scenes, isn't she? Who is she? She is, yes. Um, gosh, that's a really good question, actually. Um, for me, it's probably going to be a couple of years um, out of date, but five decades of Dennis, because she's now 52 years old. Um, I think, from my perspective, um, she is a prolific and amazing singer, songwriter, producer. I don't know if many people know that she actually produces a lot of the songs that she writes as well. Um, so she's tinkled with quite a few things and she's also got into and dabbled a little bit in acting as well, which probably isn't her forte. She's given <laughs> it a try, um, but she's obviously more prolific and more, I guess, focused on her songwriting skills and music. So, yeah, so from my perspective, my absolute 100% top female singer of all time and I know I've still got a lot of years left in me at the moment um, I'm 44 I don't feel young but I started out loving Kathy Dennis when I was 12 years old Let, let's go back to 1989 I've got to say um, I don't know about you Lee but back in the day Kathy Dennis was quite a mythical creature because her video clips were all green and neon and she had a very unique <laughs> look and she used to pop up as I was waiting with my um, record finger poised over the record button waiting for Kylie's songs to come on the video clip shows back in the day and she just used to bother me I think come on whoever you are move on move on move on but then she started to get quite seriously competition for Kylie she was she was actually big um, at one stage she had those songs that I know which was I don't know make me love you kiss and touch you touch me all night long whatever that one is <laughs> And yeah, nearly, was, nearly. Nearly? <laughs> yeah, nearly. <laughs> did I put a crude, crude slant on that, did I? Maybe. I probably, no, 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 that's fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so leave it, this this lady's British. Is that where it starts? And was yeah, she, she, yeah, yeah. She started yeah, off she, writing or did she start off singing? Where, where did she emerge from? What cave? I, you see, I, 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 I don't know that. I know she's British and I know she's probably one of the very few British um pop stars to make it sort of relatively big in america um and she, yeah she kind of i think yeah like that like this already was and said she started off with the feature on d-mob and then um and who's d-mob became, that means nothing D-mob, to me. well, they were like um a dance collective mm. um that's right isn't it there was a house producer called dancing danny d um <laughs> and they used to do a lot of remixes for for people, but then did oh. their own a couple. They weren't massively, um, but very much that house and club stuff, right? Yes, yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. Of those uh, eighty nine to ninety, that's where we started to segue from the absolute sugar into that house, and that's yeah, I suppose where she uh, came from. So, Andrew, you've been following her for the whole time since the beginning. Yes, absolutely, 100%. So not necessarily from a single perspective. You know, when singles get released, a lot mm. of people will buy them rather than an album. I actually heard Come On and Get My Love um, when we used to go to the seaside with my parents, and I was like, wow, what is this song? It was just absolutely amazing. Female singer, really catchy vocals and really good melody, and I'm thinking, wow, this is something to listen out for in the future. But it wasn't until, I think, two years later which subsequently after the release of Come On and Get My Love, 
Um, Kathy was also on another DMOG single called That's the Way of the World, which didn't do as well internationally. So it just missed out on the top 40 in the UK. Not sure how it did in America, but, you know, that doesn't matter. It subsequently came on to her debut album, Move to This, where things started to get big for her, but primarily in the United States, absolutely, because it took Mm. quite a while for a lot of the things in the UK to kind of like tune into her. She has a distinct voice, that's for sure. Can I tell you, I usually would have done some research um, for this, but as I became ill, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to sit here without much knowledge, but I'm going to put out an assumption and you can either extinguish it or confirm it. A lot of people who start off as pop stars and have a moderate degree of success uh, and then go on to songwriting, there's some sort of element of anxiety or shy or they just don't like the celebrity aspect of it. Is that true of Kathy, or did you, how did she make that transition from like up there in the limelight, getting top ten hits, to becoming this amazing writer? I think, and I've not spoken to Kathy about that, but I have met her previously. Um, yeah. It's a question I didn't ask, and unfortunately, I missed a trick there. But I think Kathy wasn't happy with promotion. It probably took a lot out of her because she was obviously touring a lot of the state. She was doing the MTV club scene for quite a few weeks. I think that also linked in where she was supporting Mini, sorry, Millie Vanilli. And I don't know if you've seen an interview um, which was on the Rick D show back in the early 90s. Kathy um, confirmed they were actually sexually harassing her and she mm-hmm. quit within a few days. So she wasn't impressed with that and she thought, right, no way, this is not happening. And she put a foot down and said, that's it, I'm not hold doing on, anymore. Sorry, I, I, I have to make sure I've heard this correct. She's she's <laughs> she's touring with Millie Manili. In fact, they're the main act and she's the secondary actor. That's scary. Um, and yeah. she is harassed by Millie Vanilli? Is that what you just said? Yeah, that's right. So oh, tell me what that um, looked like. Did she go into detail? What, how Were they flicking her, their hair at her or mocking her <laughs> oh, hair? <laughs> Well, we all know they never sang their songs anyway. It was the producers behind the scenes that sang their songs, so they didn't even do the vocals, and obviously that came out later. But um, Kathy's very, very um, good at keeping things minimalistic. She won't go into too much detail. She said, basically, all I can tell you is they tried to get her into bed with them, and it's like, Ooh. no, that's not happening. Oh. So basically she said, that with is both the end of, them of the at once. No, thank you. Wow. So she didn't finish this tour. So, wow. So basically fame and celebrity sounds like it it got under her skin to a degree at least. But then all of a sudden she's like, is she still making millions of dollars out of creating music, Andrew? Like what's the the deal these days? Yes, she's she's more focused on um, writing and producing for other artists, some of them um, less well-known. Okay. Um, there's a, a huge single in the UK, and Lee, you'll probably know this, um, Will Young's Anything Is Possible. That went yeah. triple platinum. She wrote um, that. She did, that's right. Um, also, I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. That was an what? international yeah. smash as well. Yeah. Oh, so she wrote that. that she- and to just blow your socks away, she wrote Toxic by Britney Spears. Oh, I actually knew that one because that was meant to go to Kylie and didn't. So, wow, yeah. she wrote Toxic and she wrote I Kissed a Girl. Yes, absolutely. But I think one thing that I can call out more recently, you're obviously calling out Toxic, which is absolutely a massive hit for Britney Spears. 
Kathy does do a lot of the vocals on a lot of these songs that she writes. So again, she does the la 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 bit in Can't Get You Out of My Head on the album version of Coming to My World that Kylie um, released as a single. Um, dance floor as well from the Fever album and subsequently other songs like Sensitized as well so she actually wrote that but also does a lot of the backing for those songs Toxic 100% does a lot of the main vocal a lot of Britney Spears fans do not like me publishing this on YouTube for example, <laughs> they always kick my backside but I say that is definitely Kathy's vocal and they say Britney's the lead vocal, absolutely Britney's the lead vocal but it should be Britney Spears and Kathy Dennis, because she does a lot of the vocal on Toxic Showdown, for example, which wasn't a Britney single, but is one of the songs on her album. I think it was In The Zone, if I remember rightly. So, so yeah, she does a lot of that. Can I ask, did you say that she does the la-la-las and can't get you out of my she head? Does. No. Absolutely. You know that when you see Kylie on tour, and I've seen Kylie on tour quite a lot of times as well, Kylie's La 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 vocal is definitely different to the single and the album version of that song. It's definitely Kathy doing that bit. Well, Kylie is a huge Kathy Dennis fan. I know that. There's also After Dark, which a lot of fans like to sweep yes. under the carpet. But I love After Dark. Kathy Dennis wrote that for the Body Language album as well. She Rob, did. Rob Davis is the um, the writing partner that she often teams up with too, right? It is. That's correct. Yeah, so that's wow. one of them at least. Anyway, so I know she's written with lots of different people, but um, Sarah Hudson is another one. What do you think? It's fair <laughs> that Kathy Dennis doesn't get as much credit as she should. I mean, she's written "Can't Get You Out of My Head," "I Kissed a Girl," "Toxic," and all the others that Andrew just mentioned. And I mean, it just feels so sad that she doesn't get more recognition, which is probably why Andrew is so keen and enthusiastic to do this podcast. I, I don't think she's that bothered about. A, well, I think I would imagine a bank balance yeah. is is pretty is pretty ka-ching Because I'm just looking through a list of of her writing, and it's it's like every you know, Sugar Babes, S Club, Kylie, um, even David Guetta's on there, Kelly Clarkson, and Christina Aguilera, just like everybody. So I don't think she's that bothered. Um, I think she's one. She's won Ivan Novello Award. She's won songwriting awards. Um, I think it's. I think it was her choice to kind of back away from being yeah. the performer and be the kind of. Yeah, I'd love it. I mean, I think before COVID, from what I can remember, she was just starting to kind of get herself out there a little bit, and she was going. She was doing a couple of. Um, kind of like nineties, um, you know, the, the kind of nostalgia tours um, in, in, in the summer. So she'd started to do those before um, COVID and it, it might well be that she is planning on releasing something herself. Hello. G'day. How are you? Is that Ian? This is Chad. Oh, Chad. Chad? Hello. It's a familiar yeah. voice. Well, what's going on here? It looks like we're getting a Chad and we're getting an Ian. My goodness. You're, you're is... always going to get me if you mention Kathy Dennis. Oh, wow. This is like a party now. Oh, hang on. We've got another entry. Here we go. This is like a horse race. I love it. <laughs> here comes Chad up the upside. Here comes Ian. He's almost in. I think he's in the green room right now. Now, Ian, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Like, gate crashed. Gate crashed. Bombed. RJ. 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 Oh. Okay. oh. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe you oh. might want to edit that. <laughs> no, a we gate won't. Gate crashes if they're not invited, though. 
Yeah, well, I mean, yes, I don't know. Yeah, all right, let's go with orgy. We now have a Kathy Dennis orgy occurring here today, and, and I'm still suffering from my COVID jab, and this might just get me through it. It might just do the trick. I don't know if it's the Earl Grey or the prospect of an orgy with Kathy Dennis. I have no idea, yeah. but something is improving. Tell us why you love Kathy Dennis in oh my 45 gosh. seconds or less. I love her so much. So I just think that she's an unsung pop hero for for some people, including me. And I just I love her her music career. I feel like it should have been even bigger. And and then she's such a behind the scenes like hit maker. And she's such a good songwriter, I think is really what it boils down to for me is for pop music. She just has whatever that is that makes you a great songwriter for pop music. So why doesn't she get the recognition, Chad? Well, it's a crime. I feel like she she did have a, a music career, but she's she's only had um, just a small handful of, of chart hits herself under her own name. And then she really kind of moved behind the scenes and wrote for, you know, famously Toxic for Britney Spears and for all these different things I'm sure we're going to get into. But so, uh, yeah, she's really a behind the scenes. It's kind of like Sia is, although... Sia is so much more famous, right? And popular yeah. and stuff like that. But she's kind of like a Sia before Sia, where she is that incredible songwriter, incredible behind the scenes personality. And I feel she's a very strong artist as well and just never really had the artistic career that she really could have or should have. The, the question I've got for you is, is Kathy Dennis behind the scenes because she wasn't strong enough as a performer and as an entertainer herself? Absolutely not, no. I mean, if you ever watched her when she did her Oprah Winfrey performance in the US, you could you could see an artist that could handle herself absolutely, 100%. And she's one of those artists that also that you can, it's very difficult to know whether she's performing live or whether she's performing recorded because she hits her vocals spot on. So no, I wouldn't have said that she's behind there. She's been, she's said quite, openly that she doesn't like doing the promotion side of of, um, being an artist and she's happier sitting in the background and I think some of the other stuff that she releases um, especially more recently I'm trying to think of the name of the dance group I know Andrew will be able to tell you instantly where that's the one Galantics (laughs) yep her vocals are on the album but you wouldn't know that they're there because she doesn't put a name to them so I mean you have to read the credits in the album to actually read it but you know, when you really hear that song and that song was massive around the world, you, you know that's when someone says that's Kathy on the vocals, you go, Oh yeah, that's right, she's still here. So yeah. So is she someone who writes great music or great lyrics or both? I, I think she does all of it actually, because um if you ever heard the demo version of Toxic, it doesn't particularly jump out of you to be that the the massive single that that Britney produced it as and um if you go back to um listening to the um song she wrote also for Danny Minogue loves on every corner oh so she was <laughs> practicing on Danny before she wrote for Kylie is that right uh, well i don't know that she actually wrote for Kylie the can't can't give it out of my head was just written and then offered to Kylie and Kylie snapped it up but oh that's a technicality um how she's uh changed her her songwriting it's just got stronger and stronger so i think that she's pretty much a good artist in herself and she's also pretty good at writing um songs all right open slather if you wanted to convince someone that kathy dennis was the goddess which you all purport her to be which is the piece of work that you would point to 
For me, it would be her album Move to This because I think that that is not a well-known album like in pop or among pop fans, but it really should be. And it has some incredible songs on it. Of course, her songs Just Another Dream, Touch Me All Night Long, Come On And Get My Love and Too Many Walls were all are we're all different you know chart had different chart uh success but i love those songs i think they all stand the test of time even now and it's just you never hear anyone mention that album so i would say that album why did all her video clips look the same i i think it's probably most likely to be her record label in the uk because yeah I, I get the fact that in the US particularly that she was sort of briefly known and disappeared but in the uk she was fairly well known and you still see her um, her music still played on the radio. I mean, I, I heard it on the BBC Radio too, one of her songs recently. So I guess it's different where you are in the world. But um, yeah, Move to This was quite a significant album. And again, without referencing too much, you know, also um, Come and Get My Love, which is a song she did with D-Mob. Yeah. Um, both the song and the video for that, you can go in one direction. You can see that being copied um, uh, by Danny Minogue again doing her Love and Kisses video and then the other direction it's supposed to be the the blueprint for Kylie's Better The Devil You Know although I can't hear it but that's what Kylie's actually said that she asked for a song that sounded similar to that. When I think of Kathy Dennis I think of this pale beautiful woman with um, a great body and this hair, right? How does she look these days? Like, is, is she pretty much the, the same or was that a look for the for the times? It was definitely a look for the times, I'll be honest. She looks pretty much the same, except she's 30 years older from when she was on the scene in the 90s. Um, I met her and Lee spoke about it a little bit earlier in regards to these summer performances. So it was at Mighty Hoopla in London. So it's a well-known sort of like event that's put on at Brockwell Park. And I got myself and my partner, Will, a VIP ticket. I was going there purely for Cathy. Nobody else. There were lots of other artists, things like Liberty X, even Shaka Khan was there. I'm like, no, I'm purely there for Cathy. I enjoyed myself with the other artists. And let's just say I was a little bit tipsy. Um, I walked out kind of, but in a nice way. Um, (laughs) I actually went to the fence and I spoke to a guy at the back who is a security guy who works for a company that deal with events. I said, I'm really sorry, can I ask you a question? He was really nice. And I said, I've just seen my favourite all-time singer perform on the stage. This is the first time I've ever seen her live. I don't want to miss talking to her. Would you mind letting me in so I can go have a chat? He said, yeah, feel free to come. And he didn't even pat me down to see if I had anything on me, I'll be honest. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't. Wow. But I walked straight over and I was like this. I recognised Kathy's husband and there was a few other people like her makeup artist and a few other people um, and some of the people like drag queens that were there at the show as well, having a bit of a chat. And I must have been quite passive aggressive with this drag queen because he was saying, I can't believe nobody knows you, Kathy. And I went, Everybody knows her. Everybody was there. They know who she is. I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? But it's because I was a little bit tipsy. And hang Catherine on, hang was on. Like this. Sorry, Andrew, so when you get around and you've breached security and you've hoodwinked <laughs> people and you've managed to infiltrate, a drag queen is actually saying to Kathy Dennis, I can't believe nobody knows who you are. That's the conversation yes. you overhear? Yeah, and she's like, you're amazing. Everybody should know who you are. You're really, really good. I'm like. They do know who she is. They know all the songs she's just sung. This poor lady. Thousands of people there know her. 
And right. I'm like, oh my god, I'm probably not in a good position to talk to a drag queen and say that because I'll probably get slated, which means ripped a new backside, if that makes sense to you guys. Um, but I thought, no, I'm not having that. And I went straight in to say, I'm not having that. And then you eventually talked to her. What, what was that like? It was amazing. She was so down to earth. And I was like, Kathy, I was so embarrassing. I got my iPhone out and I said, look at all these songs I've downloaded or I've bought that are all written by you, produced by you, you sing vocals on. She's like this. Wow, you've got a lot. I says, okay, I've got pretty much everything. There's a few I don't have. I've even got Shadow um, by the South Korean group FX, which she produced with Sophie Ellis-Bexter. It's wow. a Korean song, so she didn't write that, but she did the music. I said, I've even got that. She's like that. Wow, thank you so much. I said, no, thank you. You brought so much light to my life with your music. And she's like this. Oh, well, thanks very much. And I asked her if I could give her a hug. But I pretty much did, like you said earlier, I pretty much jumped on her. And I'm oh. like, be calm, cool and collected. She was absolutely amazing, still beautiful and so down to earth. You hear so many rumours that she's a bit of a, a funny, um, how can I put it? Eccentric. <sighs> well, probably a not diva. eccentric. And yeah, and she wasn't at all. She was absolutely lovely. And I'm like, look, I was so drunk, I could have totally embarrassed myself, but she was so lovely talking to me. I was like this, bowing down to her so embarrassingly. It's even on Instagram, me talking to her, and she's like this, thank you so much. I was like, no, thank you. And it was like, I should have asked you about the unreleased album, which was a big mistake. Ian knows this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the question, I know Chad's talked, oh, sorry, spoken about Move Till This. The album in my head, which nobody has heard, is the unreleased third album, Inspiration. That was never released. She moved on from Into the Skyline onto Am I the Kind of Girl, which was a totally different sound altogether. I need to ask the question. So Chad or Ian or Lee, like, honestly, inspiration. It's not often you hear of a pop artist who's got a secret album. And it sounds from what Andrew's saying, it was fully recorded. It exists. It's out there. What is this inspiration all about? And why was it not released? Why has it never seen the light of day? What are the rumours? Do you know what? The funny thing is, you said that there's not many artists, but I think recently we've discovered that there's three of them. So we actually knew that Danny had an album because that did get released a couple of years ago called 95 Sessions. We then heard that Kim Wilde's got another album, same period, that wasn't released. That might get released at the end of the year. And so there's this Kathy Dennis album, which Andrew and I know about because it was mainly written with Todd Terry and he used to have a website and he used to list the songs and productions that he's done and he listed the album inspiration and he listed some of the songs but yeah mm. so there is this this album there are some of the songs or at least one of the songs did make a release um i think it's yes. sos isn't it andrew it is, it is. That's appeared right. on the teenage mutant ninja turtle soundtrack and so you- sorry okay. i was just gonna interject sorry ian um that's um, from 1991, is that that's um, is okay. life after you? So around the move to this era, but it was SOS, SOS which was yeah. the Beverly Hills 90210, um, the college year soundtrack. Kathy, if you're listening, please, I know you're probably not going to make any money from it, but we'd love to hear this album. We really would, because I think the world is missing it. We've got the other three. We need this one. Please, 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 if you can, let us hear it. I, I can't believe this this cattle call of a musician she's written for. You've already mentioned a few, like um, S Club 7, but look at this list. Celine Dion, Delta Goodrum, um, 
Rachel Stevens, Clay Aiken, um, we've got Will Young, Emma Bunton, Janet Jackson. Um, she wrote for the Sugar Babes, Pink, um, and Melanie C. Looks like, you know, she's yeah. all, all those projects that those guys did uh, solo. She's had a little bit of a hand in. She's, I think you said the word at the beginning, Andrew, prolific. My God, the list of songs. She never stops writing, does she? This is incredible. She doesn't. Yeah, she, she wanted to make a career out of it, and she's definitely done that. So she may be behind the scenes, but she's going to be doing it for a long time. Yeah, and again, it's kind of like Sia, who has said in interviews many times that she doesn't want the fame. She just wants to be a successful songwriter. So there are there is an avenue for that, too. And I think she's definitely decidedly taken it. And I just want to point out that she wrote I Kissed a Girl. Katy Perry's huge hit as well because that's one of probably her biggest success of any single she's written a little known thing is that um, she collaborated with um, uh, Heidi Montag of of uh, you know reality uh, TV fame and she did a um, I love this because it was about 10 years ago she did an album called Superficial and it was totally a vanity project or whatever but the songs are actually several of them are written by Kathy and uh, they're really solid writing and it's kind of a shame that it was you know not given a life because of the stigma of it being attached to that personality rather than someone who was more of a legitimate established singers or, or whatever tell me about this whole idea that she's a diva too i like to dig into that now, she's difficult to work with apparently <laughs> i don't think i think the, it, when she, uh, the height of her kind of sort of popularity in the uk i think all celebrities get a little bit don't they like yeah. you know don't you know who i am but you know i don't I, i've not had a, a definite kind of stories it's just kind of like rumors i remember her being in um smash hits magazine and i think they alluded to the fact that she was late and a bit stroppy with what they asked her to wear but you know but who hasn't been stroppy with what people have asked us to wear i guess i think i think her career speaks for itself too like you don't work with that many heavy hitters in the industry for that long by being difficult you just Mm. don't and i just can't imagine like um um, the story about um, that you were sharing about getting to meet her—that's um, that's how I would imagine her to be—is just very warm and welcoming. From everything I've seen, of course, you never know, but I'd I'd find it hard to believe she's this big diva. The David side could just come from the fact if she wasn't comfortable doing promotion, and so going to smash it, then she's probably just awkward, and that probably just came across as being difficult. Where. If you've got somebody else coming along that's desperate for the attention, you know, they're probably running to smash it and try on every dress and get in front of every camera possible, whereas I'm sure Kathy probably just sat back and went, I don't really need to do any of this. So I'll put one dress on and that's it. So, you know, I guess they haven't met Lily Allen by that point. So that's probably... (laughs) (laughs) That's probably... I love that. Well, look, it's been a pleasure talking about Kathy Dennis. Thank you for highlighting her talent. And I have to say, you have convinced me. Not that I was ever not convinced. I just didn't really know who she was. I thought she was some lady from the 90s who used to just try to knock Kylie off the top of the charts, which was rather annoying at the time. But I've got a newfound respect and I will go down the Kathy Dennis rabbit hole. We should really be calling her Dr. Dennis because she's actually been awarded an honorary doctorate 
in music within the last 10 years by the University of East Anglia, which is also in Norwich, her hometown. So that is really good from her perspective. But also back to what Lee said about Ivan Novella Awards. She's also got Outstanding Song Collection back in 2018, which is absolutely backing up what Chad spoke about earlier as well. And if you haven't seen it, watch the clip on YouTube where she's on Beverly Hills 90210. She covers the Y track Moments of Love, which was a promotional single in America, and also Touch Me, which is not the Shep Pettibone version. It was the American and Asian album version of that song, which us in the UK probably hadn't heard at that time. We had the remixed version that Shep Pettibone produced. She's my queen and mm. she'll be forever my favourite song, songer, sorry, songer, singer, songwriter <laughs> and also producer, which she's done a hell of a lot for S Club 7. It's not S Club 7, it's S Club 7 and Kathy Dennis as well. Pretty much, Kathy touches it, it's magic. I love it. And I love how dedicated you are to her. That, that's what she needs. She needs her army of people around her. The challenge for you, and I hope that Ian... Uh, and Andrew, I hope you come back for more podcasts. The next time you are on a podcast, I'm going to ask you to come up with a name for Kathy Dennis fans. There has to be one by the sound of it. She is worthy of a name. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. No worries. Thank you very You're much welcome. for letting us join. You did a great job.